Well, hello everybody and welcome to another exciting episode of Home Ground Heroes, where the home ground is the hero. We are a podcast that's all about a celebration of AFLW, the communities that bind this game together and all the wonderful people therein. Here is my co-host, Nick Rusty Russell. Hello, Muzzy. Hello, dear listener. Where are we, Russ? Muzz, we're down the South Eastern Freeway. We've hopped on the Monash, then we've hopped off. <laughs> there was a few beeps on the E-Tag I wasn't expecting. <laughs> More beeps than I would like. But we're down here at Casey Fields, a field of dreams. Can I propose a theme for today's game? Hit me. It's a 31 degree day. The Mercury, the Freddie Mercury has just hit 30, and we're still a, you know, a fair way out from the bounce of the ball. Don't stop me now, says Freddie. <laughs> And we're we're crooked. We're in the shade. Luckily, there's a light zephyr that is just rolling through. A gentle zephyr. It's a lead zephylin. <laughs> and I can see on the bench, we're on the southern side of the ground, away from the main stand. And I can see on the opposite side, on the northern side, where the girls will be playing and the interchange bench will be seated. They've got three or four big sort of propeller fans facing where the girls will be sitting. So I propose, in the spirit of this being a real fan-based podcast and a really hot day, I reckon this is the fan episode. I love it. Well, so today we're going to get out and we're going to, we're going to meet the fans. We're going to do all our segments with the fans. It's going to be a celebration of them, and that makes me happy. So let's delve now just quickly into a little bit of the history of Casey Fields. And what a rich history it has. Pop quiz, hotshot. <laughs> Did you know that Casey Fields was named after somebody? Who was it named after? Casey Stoner. Well, that's fair. I mean, he's a great, he's a great Australian. Mm, one of the best. Um, fun fact for you, Rusty. Yeah. Uh, when they named it after Casey Stoner, initially they ran with the name Stoner Park. <laughs> How'd that go for him? Not good. <laughs> Not good. A lot of young people were rocking up after dark and getting <laughs> up to no good. Getting on the grass. As in the field. No, the, o- the oval. The oval. <laughs> grass of dreams. Yeah. The gr- <laughs> And so they, they reverted back to, to Casey, Casey Fields. Fields. No, we are, of course, joking. It is not named after Casey Stone. It's named after Casey Chambers. Of course. Yes. But not because her name is Casey. It's because her initials are KC. Perfect. Yeah. Now, Russ. Yes, Muzz. Our fan base, safe to say, it's growing. To both our loyal listeners, <laughs> I've got news for you. You're not alone. I noticed this... You've had it too good for too long. The two of you have had it too good for too long. <laughs> I've noticed that this week we have a third listener. And that's organic. Can I? Yeah, no paid promotion there. No, no Russian bot. I presume she's organic. She's 23 and from St. Petersburg. <laughs> and she <laughs> wants to party. Do you like the disco sound? <laughs> Hello, Homegrown Heroes. Do you party? <laughs> yeah, primarily in Casey Fields. We can only assume that she's an organic follower of this great podcast of ours. And so, we need a name, Russ. We need a name for our groupies. For our groupies. Because, you know what, Justin Bieber? Yeah, Justin Bieber has his Beliebers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Taylor Swift has her Swifties. Swifties. And, of course, Ellen DeGeneres has her... Degenerates. Yes, yeah, she does. <laughs> so, what do we have, Rusty? Okay, Homeground Heroes, they're our homies. Our I, listeners are our homies. I love that. What is up, homies? What is up, homies? Today, we can actually go out and meet the homies. We're going to meet the homies. All right, now. Hold on, Muzzy. Given the fact that we now have an international listener. (laughs) From behind the Iron Curtain. Um, Casey Fields, for those of you who don't know, is in the southeast of Melbourne, right near Cranbourne. But I've actually been mispronouncing it my whole life. It turns out it's Cranbourne. So there'll be none of that from now. Oh, you guys going to go play some Aussie rugby down in Cranbourne? That's so cool. (laughs) That's super chill. (laughs) But still, you haven't answered my question about whether you're party. Now that we've got that cleared up at last, uh, it's time for an exciting new segment. Now, Russ, the, the background to this is that we were very lucky. In episode one. Now, we should explain to the third listener that Mm -hmm. in episode one, the head of AFL women's football herself, Nicole Nick Livingston, 
just popped in for a chat. And we had a fantastic interview with her. It was amazing. Issue, haven't been able to get onto her since. No, she's Hoping she'd be a regular. She... We actually invited her back on air and you know what I thought was friendly jovial banter she was a bit like oh yeah I think I'm busy definitely not (laughs) lol but subtext yeah of course I'll come back this has been great I've enjoyed it I think the listeners have enjoyed it I think the podcast and the game itself can only benefit from me coming back that's what I read as the subtext when she said it's a firm no from me as it turns out it was a really firm no so Rusty, our quest is to get her back on the show. I think it's what we want, it's what the fan wants, and I'm not sure it's what It's Nick the very wants. thing she doesn't want. <laughs> yeah. So, we're going to play a little game. Rusty and I are going to do Scissor, Paper, Rock, and the loser has to text her, but here's the catch. They have to text her with the words that the winner dictates to them. Um, if she could get back on the show, this would be the shot in the arm we need. This would be the... I reckon we, I reckon we could secure a fourth listener. Yep, that's it. On, on fan day... What a coup d'etat it would be to have... The to coup have... du jour. <laughs> the coup of the day. Huge coup. So the loser has to do the texting, and the winner gets to say okay. what the text contains. And what... Do we have a name for this segment? Yes. text your boss. Can you do that again, and I'll put like some sweet reverb under it? Yes, okay. sure. Okay. The name of the segment is... text your boss. Boss text. Too much reverb. Are you thinking best out of one? I'm best out of one guy. Can I tell you something? Odds are the same. Look me in the eye here, mate. Uh-huh. I will 100% go rock. I'm just going to go straight up paper. Well, then I'll go scissors. And just cover the rock. Hold on. You're actually going to go paper? Then I'll go scissors. Because I want to win this thing. (laughs) Here we go. Okay, ready? Best out of one. And... Double paper. Here we go again. Okay. Scissors. Rock. Yes! Rusty went rock and beat scissors. Muzzy went scissors. I'm just going to remind you that... We need to be professional. This is the head of the game. Here's your text. Are you ready? Yo, Livingston. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Yo, Livingston. You at the game with a D. You at? An at symbol, not A-T. You at symbol, the <laughs> game. You at the game. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but she hasn't written back yet. Yeah, no, but it's, it's presumed that she'll be here. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> you at the game. Yep. Space bar, space bar, space bar. There you go. Yep, yep. Space bar, space bar. Yep. Space bar, space bar. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> then, yep. twin dancing emoji girls. I'll just check whether they're in my favourites. <laughs> no, they haven't, I haven't been using them recently. Back it in. Twin dancing emojis. Twin dancing emojis. Yep. Okay. Nick and I would love some chats with a Z. <laughs> <laughs> P.S. This is Nick Musgrove. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've sent it. Oh, God help us. All right, well, let's just let that little uh, seedling germinate and flourish over the course of the episode and see what we can reap of it come the end of the episode. <laughs> Very agricultural uh, <laughs> imagery you. you've painted here out at Casey Field. Well, there's a field, Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Named, of course, after... Uh, it's at, uh, Casey Donovan. Named after <laughs> Casey Donovan. The <laughs> second season winner of Australian Idol. Um, and also third season winner of... I'm a Celebrity. Please keep me that way. <laughs> In all honesty, how do you actually feel? Like, I feel quite nervous for you. There is, like, a slow sinking feeling in my stomach. And then occasionally I'll distract myself. We'll have some good chat about Casey Donovan. <laughs> another Casey. And, and then, and then say... I'll be like, hang on, what's that nagging? Oh, that's right. There's <laughs> a really embarrassing text message that's gone out to the head of AFLW. For all three of our listeners, that would be the equivalent of sending your boss mm-hmm. a text message... For the first time ever. Text has never been... It's a cold in- text. ...introduced into the relationship. <laughs> it's a cold text. And you've led with Yo Livingston. <laughs> <laughs> 
as is tradition here at Homeground Heroes, we love to get around the first fan through the gates. Numero uno. Numero uno. And this week, it's Don, and he's joining us right now. We're excited to chat to him. Yeah, I'll have a talk to you. Oh, you beauty. So you're a, are you a D's supporter? or a... I'm a D's supporter. Are you a local? No, I come from up in the bush. Oh, whereabouts? Uh, up in South Gippsland. Do you get down to Casey for, for most of the games? I, I come down to the women's games and I don't try and compare it to men's football. I go and watch it for what it is and it's improving. It's, it's, it's good for women's sport and I like sport with the young people. It's good for society sport. As you say, the standard is improving, and I think we're going to have a whole generation of girls that come through playing footy rather than getting to an age in their teens where there was no pathway, they had to go and try basketball or hockey and then come back to footy. So the standard is only going to improve as those women and young girls reach the sort of elite level. Yeah, the little place I come from, it has a women's team. It's sort of affiliated with the uh, Gippsland Power Group, and they're happy playing, and uh, so... Why not let them play? In terms of um, the importance of footy in the country, do you want to tell us a little bit more about that, how it holds and binds the community together? Footy in the country, it's usually a family affair. It's a community thing, somewhere for the kids to go. And it's important for the kids to have somewhere to go today. In the absence of women's footy in the country... Kids at a really important age had to stop playing, and you, you start to understand the greater importance of that. Now there there are pathways that allow girls to keep playing. It's so good for their development, regardless of the the skill level. Um, so yeah, I'm thrilled you've been able to uh, tell us a little bit about that. So what is what is your town in South Gippsland? Uh, Nyora. Nyora. Big shout out to Nyora. Hopefully we get a few listeners tuning Nyora in. Nyora fans. Don, uh, you'll be pleased to hear that we have three listeners subscribed to our channel. <laughs> so You're the fourth. You're the fourth. Presumably you will subscribe. Do you know how to access podcasts, Don? No, no I've got no idea. Great, we'll stick best to three to, Best to avoid it. Best <laughs> yeah, to avoid. So Don, if you were head coach today, the girls are about to run out to take on the unbeaten kangaroos. You have 30 seconds, 10 seconds to address the girls and rev them up. What would you say to them? North Melbourne are beatable. They're sitting on top and they're ripe to be knocked off. Today's the day. Get out there, girls. Play your best and get stuck into it. That was a great chat with Don, wasn't it? Oh, young Don from Gippsland. Oh, from Gippy. South yeah. Gippy. The best part of that chat was when we said goodbye to him, we hit stop on the recording device and he's just sat with us for 45 minutes and just chatted. Just had a yarn. <laughs> Isn't that what uh, Grassroots Footy is all about? That's what Home Ground Heroes is all about. He is a Home Ground Hero. He's one of our homies. Although he confirmed he won't be listening to the podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he had some great insights. But he actually told us afterwards something quite interesting. He's from a town called Kyora, which is a very strong women's team. Shout out to them. Not far from Kyora is a town called Locke. And he loves frequenting a certain cafe in Locke called the, the Olive Cafe. Is that the correct? The Olive of Locke. The Olive of Locke. Uh, run by a, a chef named Sandra Gorn. Sandra Gorn. Now, as it turns out, Sandra Gorn has a son who's giving it a go in the AFL M League. In the men's league. Oh, well, give it a go, I guess. But, um, but he told us uh, that Sandra Gorn, who he's good friends with and frequents the Olive of Gorn. Sorry, the, the, the Olive, olive of Gorn. <laughs> All hail the Olive of Gorn. Gorn. <laughs> the, Harry Potter and the Olive of Gorn. In the Casey Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> Leave Casey Chambers out of it. <laughs> Don told us that, um, turns out, there is, oh, there's the siren, the girls are just getting ready. A few of the North Melbourne girls are actually playing a bit of keepy-uppy. Let's see how many they can do. <laughs> That's I the technical name. One, two, 
They got a hack. So all, all love, parties involved. Love a good keepy uppy. All parties involved in the keepy uppy uh, got a touch before it touches. <laughs> That's the my, my um, eighteen-month-old son plays keep me uppy <laughs> <laughs> every night. It's his favourite game. Yeah. Um, yeah, and last night was no exception. So I'm a little bit rusty. We might have to go check out the local food vans. Can I just say the food vans here off the scale? I don't want to be accused of bias or prejudging because not only must justice be done, it must be seen, seen to, to be, be done. done. But I like. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say <laughs> I reckon the food here will be as good as any. And you know it's a hot day when there are two. It's a well, that's just I chucked that. Thing. They've called it. Casey have called it early. The D's are the winners by default. It turns out we've chosen to sit just about three metres away from the speaker. That's fine. We're really putting a great deal of faith in that, the quality of our microphones at this point. What do we see? Nonetheless, we'll press on. We will press on. Geez, they've called it early, haven't they, playing the song at this hour? I really have. Have North Melbourne just submitted a forfeit? The girls are just playing keepy uppy. They didn't need... <laughs> To be honest, it's pretty hot. The most we can offer you today is keepy uppy. I'm sitting still and I'm schwitzen. <laughs> I'm dripping with schwitz. I'm a veritable arsenal here insofar as I'm sweating bullets. Uh, but what I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted by the Melbourne Demons theme song, I want to go race. Never, so never is, an interruption. Is, um, you know it's a hot day when you look around the food vans and you see some good ones, but there are two Mr. Whippies within 40 metres of each other. And it is a showdown. They're playing chicken with each other and... One of them's going to go soft. In the soft serves. <laughs> uh, but back to our story about Don yes. and Sandra Gorn. She was mentioning that... Um, we, oh, there are the ups. Count the, count the ups. Yeah, they looked. That's oh, the first time First wave, official first wave <laughs> from the umpires. Uh, I don't want to call it too early, but I'm thinking they're all homies. This, all this home ground heroes. Four more homies right there. Yep. We've just doubled our supporter base. Oh, boy, things are happening. <laughs> all right, back to the story. Sorry. Mate, I'm trying to tell the story. Uh <laughs> So, back to Sandra Gorn at the Olive of Locke. Uh-huh. Uh, has a son who plays for the D's called Max. Not only does he uh, play a little bit of footy or try his He's head, giving it a go out here. He's giving his best, and that's all you can ask of yeah. a, a footballer. But he's got a backup plan. He's got a backup plan, and that's football. But his main plan <laughs> is following in his mother's footsteps of uh, getting into the world of cuisine and culinary delights. He has a food truck, which Don told us was called the Bearded Jackal. And can I just say, that is a cracker of a name for Great a name. Truck. Or a Tom Clancy novel. Yeah. Well, we actually um, did a bit of Googling just to sort of see what the Bearded Jackal was all about. You could say we went yes. on yes. The Hunt for the Bearded Jackal. Now, that's a Tom Clancy that novel. That was the sequel. That would read and write itself. <laughs> uh, it turns out it's actually called The Bearded Jaffle. Uh, so, you know. Missed opportunity. Yeah, we'll go and talk to the Bearded Jaffle guys and maybe even see if Max is there. Let's um, see if they could be our official applicant in Bring Me a Pie for Lunch today. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it's a great idea. I bring think let's put into the test. for lunch. Yeah, bring me a Jaffle for lunch. I was kind of hoping I could um, have a soft serve or a Mr. Whippy for lunch today. Not going to happen, Russ. Oh, my God. Not going to happen. Well, I think I'm just going to get one anyway as an entree and main course can be my Bearded Jaffle. Here's the final thing I'll say about our chat with Don. So... The reason he was first in is because... Keep this on the DL. He'd actually snuck in. He was a fugitive. And he saw the two of us sitting on the far side of the ground and that we had a lanyard on. And he goes, oh, if I sit with these blokes, they won't kick me out. He didn't want to chat to us. He actually, there was a pool, there was probably about 30 or 40 yeah. people waiting to get in. And he's walked 40 metres down and found the sort of security One, entrance. We were, we were his safe haven. Go on the up. Thumbs up. 
Yeah, buddy! Second lap. Two Jeez. from two. Why on earth would you run two laps? Of, in, of any of any field on a day um, like this. P.S. Nick, did you know that Casey Fields is actually named after Casey Affleck? Really? Is that yeah, true? Batman's brother. My God. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, nice I'm joking. To be out I'm here. joking. No. Named after Casey Delacqua, obviously. So I could use a Delacqua. I'm pretty hot. Oh, Delacqua for <laughs> our big... Italian and or Spanish listeners. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, old fugitive Don from Kaiora. He's on the run. He's not welcome back in Kaiora. Oh, Don, Don from Kaiora. Yeah, he was on the run and he snuck into the security entrance and came around and um, was just lying low. But as we were there uh, chatting to him, we did discover there was about four or five weak entry points that people were streaming in at. So if anyone wants um, to sneak into a free game, and it is free, but if you want to sneak in just for the thrill via the lake... Which is the Casey Fishing Lake, as I understand it. That is the Casey. As we like to call it, the Casey Delacqua. <laughs> the real Casey Delacqua. Yeah. Oh, but this, I mean, very appropriate place to be here today, Casey Fields. I'll tell you who I'm really looking forward to chatting to if you have the opportunity. Who? The Sheriff of Casey. Do you know oh, what her name is? Yes, I do. What's her name? Casey Sheriff. Correct. <laughs> Number 18 for the day is Casey Sheriff. Playing on her home ground. Okay, we're going to ask the umps if they're warm enough. They're doing their third lap here. Yeah, try and get it. Oh, try, hold on. Try and get a sound. There were four. One's chopped yeah, off. There's only three One's now. chopped off. Surely you're warm enough now, guys. It's a hot day. Any comments for the fans? No comment. I had a smile. No comment. That was a test. We can't help but notice one of you's dropped off. <laughs> no comment. Stick together. <laughs> we're doing our best to condition those umpires for the um, the crucible that we will be throwing at them. <laughs> we will be throwing at them in a few hours. Have we got a, uh, have we got a North player out there having a few yeah, shots of gold? Is that, is that the star of the show? Is that my winner hope? How's that for dedication? That's really dedicated. It's hell hot and nobody's here. And just speaking of Moho, obviously a big recruit for the Ruse this year, mm-hmm. star recruit. Mm-hmm. But that obviously leaves Collingwood without Moana Hope. Ipso facto. Collingwood are hopeless. They have no hope. And that is no reflection on how Collingwood are playing. Coincidentally, they're having a pretty poor season. Coincidentally, they're a bunch of no hopers. Oh, your words, not mine. <laughs> oh, here we go. We've just. Uh, Helped ourselves to a picnic ride. We've literally sat down on someone's oh picnic ride. And they're looking at us and they think we're a bit odd, which is probably a fair assessment of the situation. <laughs> uh, what's your name? Uh, Mel. Hello, Mel. What's your name? Lois. Hello, Lois. And what's your name? Olivia. 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 By the way, just to paint you a little picture, Liv has a banana lounge, a slushy. <laughs> She's isn't her first rodeo. She's looking very relaxed down here. Very Where'd you get relaxed. the slushy? Is that a Mr. Whippy special, that little slushy? Free slushies over there. Did oh. you say free slushies? Free. This, this truly is the field of dreams. We down. just scored a yeah. free chemist warehouse on Great Bags. It's free entry. We're about to get a free slushie. Living I'm, the dream. I've just done the sums. <laughs> We're making a tidy profit today. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. There's Daisy, Liv. Oh, Daisy, the mascot Daisy, has just joined us. We'll just have a quick interview with Daisy. How are you going, Daisy? Hello, Daisy. Oh, we're getting waves. We're getting waves. Not much dialogue at this point. For a podcast, it's not a great medium, but I can describe which... Oh, hugs! Oh, Liv just got a hug. Liv got a hug from da- uh, Daisy, the demon mascot. Oh, she Daisy is like, her heart beats true, not only for the club, but for Liv as well. Oh, uh, Thank you, Daisy. And can Thank I just... You what a remarkable visiting. recovery, straight out of the maternity ward and onto the field. That Dancing is... and singing. Oh, and there's also a football, a giant Sharon football walking around. That is not the day. In the heat, that is not the day for that profession. Uh, now, okay, back to the picnic hamper. What do we have in the hamper? We have cheese. We have... Water bottle. Grapes. What else do we have? Grapes. I didn't pack it, so don't ask me. 
<laughs> Can I just say, you are not doing much to help the Melbourne stereotype, bringing grapes, this? watermelon and cheese to the football. This is a very right? fancy This platter. is fancy. This is a fancy <laughs> platter. We go a bit what, are we talking camembert or brie? Brie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't feel like we're going against the flow here, Nick. We're walking back towards the entrance gate. People are streaming just in. Just after they've opened the gates, everyone's going the other way. We are way. like two salmon, majestic salmon. Leaping upstream. I'd say piranhas in the Amazon. <laughs> Who can we talk to next? Tell you what, I'll tell you another good thing about being out here. The access to the ground is phenomenal. We are just on the other side of a thin wire fence. Yeah, and we've been told that we need to be on the other side of it. That's right, at all times. It's too much access. <laughs> but it's lovely. I mean, this is the elusive carnival-like atmosphere we've been thirsting for. This is the carnival. I've been to the Rye Foreshore Carnival. <laughs> and let me tell you, between the Rye Foreshore Carnival and this... Well, I couldn't split them. Couldn't split them. If I had to, I wouldn't. wouldn't. (laughs) No, but this is more of a this is more of a Brazilian carnival-like atmosphere. I mean, I've been to Ipanema, I've been to Copacabana, (laughs) and let me tell you, I prefer Casey Fields, named after Sally. Sally Fields, the late and great. (laughs) She did. She's not. Oh, Jesus! No, no, the flying nun lives. I've spotted press media mogul Kerry, the record lady. Kerry. Ah, oh, that we met at Kidinia Park. Yes. Ah. I think we go and say hello. The, the, record o- the, oh. the only problem we're going to have is she is selling these records like hotcakes. She is. What is she, a hotcake saleswoman? <laughs> it's like these records are going out of fashion. Oh. <laughs> All right. She's genuinely not going to moment for us. No, we're, we're, we're going to get Let's go get in her eyesight. Yeah, let's swing around. Your bloody record. Three dollars. Hello, Kerry. Oh, Kerry! Oh, boy! Fancy seeing you here today. How are you going? Good, how are you? It's going very well. Great to see you again. good. Look, I'm here. Game of footy I heard was on out here in uh, in Cranbourne, so I thought I'd get out and do a bit of shouting and make sure everybody knows that the footy record's the only thing they really need to have a great day. (laughs) All you need. All you need. I've always said that. And how how are you going with the heat? Look, I'm trying to keep my son from... uh, the sun off my feet. Um, all I've got for shade at the moment is the footy records themselves. So that's a bit on the challenging side. So if you sell too many, you lose There's your own There's a real shade. conflict exactly. of interest. I've, so I have got a bit of a conflict of interest. But I'm, <laughs> I'm working on the basis that, um, you know, the sooner I sell all my stock, the sooner I can get out. That's it. Well, well, and another sale is happening live. On happening air. live. <laughs> Isn't this incredible? Now, yeah. Kerry, is there anything you could help us very quickly? Yeah. Uh, you're such a good promoter of the record. Yep. Do you think you could do a couple of shout-outs for our podcast? I can do that. When you're stand in. back. We, know, we stand know to stand back, back now. <laughs> we know to stand back. Okay. Right. Ready? Get your footy podcasts. When they hit record, get ready to applaud. Home ground heroes. Oh, how good is that? That's amazing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. A home ground hero through and through. <laughs> oh, hold on. Another sale. We don't want to interrupt. Another sale. Please. No, please. I'm famous. You can Look buy from this. me. There's a, bi- there's a business <laughs> end. Oh, $50 note. Keep the change. Was no. that not? No, no. Sorry, I've spoken too soon. Here we go. We'll give you two pieces of gold. 20, 30, 40, 40. That's more gold than we'll be dishing out today. <laughs> Have fun. I will. Okay, a couple of quick questions, Kerry. Yeah, we'll, sure. let you, we'll let you get back to this very important business. But yeah. wondering, what was the first time you ever sold footy records? All right. I started the week after they opened um, Dockland Stadium. Wow. So I was... Um, I'd had... A few of what one would call in life disaster in my life. So I was um, single, but I had two small children. I was very depressed. Somehow I managed to convince the guy who was running it that I should be allowed to um, sell footy records. And incredibly, because it takes so much energy and you have a short period of time that you've got to do um, all the spruiking, it's really a bit of an energy 
changer. Like, it, I just get charged up doing it. And it's so much fun. So I did it one week and thought, I can do this. And I've actually been doing it ever since. We are part of the entertainment. So we've got to put on a bit of a show. And that's why trying to come up with clever things to say to people is you know, a, a whole bit of fun for me. Um, but yeah, we are part of why people go to the footy. And when I say, for instance, um, it's not a game of footy without the footy record, you have no idea how many people walk up to me sniggering and saying, oh, yeah, that's right, I've got to get one. Yeah, that's Absolutely. right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I no, have it's, such fond memories of going to the footy, and I don't know as a kid what percentage of the record I actually read, yeah. but just having it and then sort of flicking through it. and I just remember you know, like my grandfather would always buy one, and yeah. then my mum would always buy one, and now and I will always buy one. if we sold pens at yep. the same time, we'd make a fortune. So, <laughs> AFL, that's the only thing. There's a business. <laughs> business opportunity. Right. Um, well, speaking of being the entertainment, can you give us a few of your famous catchphrases, oh, Kerry? Oh, Here we go. We'll finish the with this. That's the really good one. It's not a game of footy without the footy record. Oh, and that is music that. to Somebody the fans. There she is. Kerry just made another sale another live sale. on air. Um, that is inspired. Kerry, thank you very much. Pleasure, All right, thanks, we'll, Kerry. We'll see you at the next see you one. See you soon. Now, Rusty. Yes, it's time for your favourite segment. Is it your favourite segment as well? On the count of three. One, two. Hold on, three. you didn't answer my question. Is it your favourite segment, Nick? No comment. <laughs> what are we doing, Nick? It's time for. Bring me a par for lunch. And of course, uh, with Don's recommendation, we're tr- going over to the bearded jaffel, or as he mistakenly called it, the bearded jackal. And we actually stumbled across the owner of we the found business. The owner. Um, a, a man by the name of uh, Max. And now, Max, you own this business, is that right? Yes, that, that, that is correct. Tell us everything about it. Uh, it's a it's a jaffel truck, really. I mean, there's not much more to it. Um, <laughs> Obviously, there's a bit of conjecture what a jaffle actually is. Some people don't know what it is. It's obviously a toasted sandwich with the edges sort of cemented together, so you can put anything you want in there and it won't leak. What is the art to a good jaffle? You can't boil, you can't burn your mouth when you take your first bite, which is one of the hardest things you can do with a jaffle. It's, it's funny you say that because one of our key metrics for measurement is temp. You've got yeah, to get the temperature yeah. right, don't you? And it's such an easy thing to get wrong. So, <laughs> and mate, you're a pretty tall guy. Would you yeah. ever? You like you're down here to obviously support AFLW, but if you play footy yourself. Uh, yeah, I do have a kick. What, what's the position you like to play? Well, the team I play for has just brought in another Ruckman, so I've, I've, I'm trialling some wing stuff. <laughs> um, I've been working on my running capacity, stripped a lot of weight. I'm down to 40 kilos now. <laughs> losing, losing 10 kilos every year at the moment. Right. So, um, yeah, the, that wing role, I reckon. But obviously um, your, your main focus is following your mother's footsteps in the world of cuisine. Yeah. Um, but with any luck, you might uh, crack a game uh, in the seniors for the club that you play for one day? Yeah, hope, hopefully. Um, Obviously, the club is why I play. Um, the Thursday night pass tonight, the mum, mum always cooks for, which is good. Of course, and she's of course. heavily involved down at the club, and um, that's why I kind of want to do my own stuff in hospitality as well, follow her footsteps. It's an inspiring story about a guy, you know, with a lowly Jaffel van trying to give AFL a go. That's nice. Well, we wish you all the best, but we want to know about what we should try here on the menu. So tell us what you recommend. Uh, the QP pie, which is QP uh, mayonnaise, which is on trend at the moment, apparently. Um, tastes like normal mayonnaise to me, but if you put, Q, <laughs> you put QP before it, it's supposedly good. Uh, and that's chicken and avocado. Yeah, you got to be careful with avocado, Cook, cooking it as well. A lot of oh, people don't like that. Cooked but, avo. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll try anything on Bring Me a Pie for Lunch. Yeah. Um, but uh, thank you for joining us, Max. Now, a, couple, a couple of quick things. So Facebook, you can hit up The Bearded Jaffle. Instagram is the same, The Bearded Jaffle. Uh, you can get that on the gram or the, or the book. And um, Don, who we met earlier, who recommended your business, actually mistakenly called it the Bearded Jackal. Yeah, How would you right. feel about changing your name to that? 
Uh, no, nah, look, I'm going to stick with the jaffle. Um, I think that one is more about what we're about. <laughs> Fewer jackals, more yeah, jaffles. Yeah, correct. Right. Um, uh, uh, and, and now we are, of course, speaking to All-Australian uh, superstar Max Gorn, who, uh, whose business this is. We've been very lucky to have his company, um, and it's wonderful he's getting out here supporting AFLW. Uh, we've got nothing left to do now but to... Uh, to critique tro- the product and tear it to shreds. Yes, yes. <laughs> so... Um, as you can see, there's going to be a little wait. Um, there's not one person in the, in, the, in, the, in the line yet, so we've got to go straight in and get some chicken jaffles. It's a hot day for jaffles. It is, it is. Now, Russ, today for Bring Me a Pie for Lunch, it's musical themed. I'll tell you why. Because we're here at Casey Fields, named after, of course... Casey Donovan. And... Casey Chambers. Correct. So, here are the metrics for success. Structural integrity. Hit me. Always the same. We've... <laughs> We've got the Freddie Mercury, yeah, and the Mercury is rising. <laughs> and this is this is the Freddie Mercury because any way the wind blows, it doesn't really matter. It's this thing is structurally stand; it will okay. hold its form. Yep. So that's the first that's one. Freddie. Second one is House of Pain, as in, at any minute, pack it up. This could pack it in. <laughs> okay. Finally, we got the Tom Petty. Your jaffle is free falling. <laughs> Okay. All over your jeans. Mate, speaking of which, the North girls have just run out of the field, so we're under a bit of pressure here, a bit of time pressure. What's the next category? Temperature. Oh, Maxie spoke to this. Okay, three for you. You got the Nelly. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> okay. You got the Katy Perry. Because it's hot, then it's, it's cold. cold. Very good, very good. Or you've got the vanilla ice, because this jaffle is ice, ice, baby. Pressure. You've got full mercury. Full circle, full circle. Okay, finally... Right, hit me quick, mate, quickly. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. This time we're doing aftertaste. Perfect aftertaste would be no aftertaste. And we're calling that the no mercy because you have that brief frisson with aftertaste and then it's, where did it go, my flavour? Oh I want to know. From anyone from the real McCoy's era, i.e. <laughs> Chloe. Chloe Malloy, you'll have no idea who no mercy is. No mercy, where do you go? My love. Um, moving up a notch, you got the BGs because the flavour is staying alive. Staying alive. Oh staying alive. Worse. It's actually and worse. And finally, to uh, put Sorry, the icing on the, the cake. Sorry, the Gs have come out, mate. You've got to. All right, right very quickly, you can have the Lionel Richie, as in you're going to taste this all night long. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Okay, body and buddy. Uh, no, hold on. I've just gone to assess structural integrity, and I've nearly burnt my fingerprints off Ooh, by boy. picking it up. I'm assessing temperature first. I want to call it. I reckon it's going to be a Nelly. Oh boy! Right here. off the bat. Right, I'm just going to bite it real fast. It looks magnificent. It's a classic oh. jaffle, by the way. Triangle. Oh. It's got that lovely imprint. Oh my god. Hmm. I'm lost for words. Right. Well, let me tell you. This, I did not expect this. I expected the inside of this to be about triple to quadruple the temperature of the outside. They are identical. And to Max's credit, he's picked this some hardly cemented exterior crust is exactly what this is. There's a real crackle. Um, what's the categories for crackle today, Nick? <laughs> is there a, Once again, you've crackle? gone rogue with my assessment criteria. Yes. There is no assessment for crackle. What? Tell me how how much does it crackle? Okay. Well, it crackles a lot. I'm giving this I'm giving this nine out of ten on the Richter crackle scale. <laughs> Okay. Um, this is not a Katy Perry. This is remaining hot, and it's certainly not a bit of ice. It's a Nelly. There, I called it. Next category. What is it? So, it's hot in her. Yep. How structural is it? It's not a Freddie Mercury because there's a natural give to the um, the soft white bread, to the tip top, um, which I like and I think is necessary. I think it's more... It's, it's definitely not a Tom Petty. What was the middle category? House of Pain. House pack of it pain. up, pack it in. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's this, a could, this could pack it in, but it's, isn't yet. It is a house of delicious pain. Okay. Delicious Let's house have of pain. Bite. It's a Katy Perry, and finally aftertaste. Oh well, you know, I think there might be an element of onion in here. 
some sort of spring onion, a delicious bonus spring onion. That's going to keep things going. Yeah, but just sort of waves of flavour. What are the categories for waves of flavour, Nick? <laughs> no, so initially you get you get hit right in the pie hole or the jaffle hole or the jackal hole with some avo, <laughs> followed by the cupy, and then the spring onion, if there is any in here, lingers. It's not gonna. It's not gonna. I'm not gonna taste it all night long, but certainly the flavour is staying alive. It's a Bee Gees. It's a Bee Gees. All right, now rating out of ten because they're oh, about wow. to get oh, started. Oh gosh, here. they've gone to their positions. Yep. This, is, this is really good. This is the best we've taken. This is the best we've taken. Just a very, very quick recap. Okay. Vic Park, we had the T Dog. T Dog was a seven. GMHBA, we had the uh, the Cadinia special from Cadinia Cafe. That was a six point eight. Six point eight. Okay. So is this a new leader? Mate, nine point <gasps> two four. <laughs> nine nine point two four. Two four. Yep. My God, that's going to be hard. And to great crackle. I give it a nine out of ten on the crackle. Group crackle alone. Yeah, on the crackle. All right, nine out of ten. Going. There it is. Well, that's been Bring Me a Pie for Lunch. Oh. Big shout out to Maxi Gorn and the Bearded Jaffel and or Jackal. All oh, right. We haven't done Haku Corner. We, we haven't? haven't done Haku Corner. Do you have one prepared? Let me guess. Do you have one prepared that rhymes? Mm. 575. The Bearded Jaffel. That's fine. Despite loving the crackle, <laughs> change it to Jackal. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, don't, are you serious? You read it. I can't read it. Are you actually? I, my, oh, my, my God. Heart it's from Nicole Livingston. What does it say? What does it say? What does it say? New phone, who dis? No. All right, that's <laughs> oh, it. Gosh. That's it. We're going to get out of here. Potentially for my whole career. Thank you for joining we us. May or may not see you again. Shout out to Nicole Livingston. Apologies for the text. Thanks for, thanks for writing back. Go the Roos. From Casey Fields. Go the D's. Go the D's. Go the Roos. Go the Ups. Go Gen W. We are Gen W. Thank you very much for tuning in. It's been Homeground Heroes. Shout out to my homies. All right, see you all next time. <laughs>